the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Learn to Buy and Sell Cars with your host, Randy Adams. Randy has been in the business for decades and is ready to share with you everything you need to know about buying, selling, trading, and dealing with cars. And now, the host of Learn to Buy and Sell Cars, Randy Adams. Good morning, San Antonio. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Thank you for tuning in, 630 Word. Can you believe a car dealer and most all these preachers? Having the good word, learning and growing and being productive and understanding what's going on in this crazy world. Well, let's thank the Lord, dear Heavenly Father. Thank you for, for Proverbs 1, 5 says, let the wise listen and add to their learning. I hope the people are learning. I hope they're growing. I hope they're thinking outside the box. I hope their common sense comes in. But let the Holy Spirit just come into them and teach them what they need and teach them what's going on and bless them and direct them. Give me the wisdom and the knowledge that comes from the Holy Spirit, not from me, not from the world, but from you. I give you the praise and the glory for this day and every day. And that's in Jesus' name I pray every day. Day. Man, there's so much going on in the car business. I get so many calls. I can write a book on stories just on. A good friend of mine called me. Hey, my mom is trying to buy a new Toyota, and she's back at the Toyota dealership that she's bought four other units and the one she's driving now. And I can't believe, Randy, what is her vehicle worth? So he makes a quick dis- description, not, you know, just a vague one. And so I had a ballpark figure of 16000 And so he said, okay. And so he said, I'm calling her. I'm talking to her. I'm trying to get it out of there. She don't need another vehicle. This is a great Tacoma with uh, 75,000 miles, probably the most desirable unit on the market right now. Because those people bought them years ago in 11 she probably give 20 well normally you're supposed to give 22 23 but the dealership she was at might have overcharged her because it's not one of the dealerships i recommend so she's there but they they make friends bubba oh man hypocrite we may talk about hypocrite a little bit today what is a hypocrite but anyway, they, they convinced her that they love her and they're going to take care of her, and they're, they're the best dealership around. So she goes in there, and she does her little business. First off, they steal her keys. No, I'm sorry, didn't steal They took possession of her keys. And so her, her uh, son calls her back and says, Okay, Mom, have they looked at your car? What day off you for it? 11000 11000 Yeah. Said they're trying to steal your your Tacoma and you bought it from them and they really like you. Well, Randy'll give sixteen thousand without even looking at it and may give more. He didn't know what the situation was. He knows how you take care of a unit. It's probably brand new. Probably give seventeen seventeen five in a heartbeat, maybe eighteen thousand, because it was a vague description, a quick vague description. Because you know you don't know who you're dealing with sometimes, and you get these phone calls, and you know nice cars. I'll give a lot more. 
because I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. I want to buy your vehicles, and it doesn't matter what it is. And I've been super behind. If you call me lately, please call me back because I've been super behind. And then I lost a bunch of phone numbers. I don't know where I lost them, but I did lose a bunch of phone numbers. Oh, I forgot, Shemaya. Thank you. Uh, 210-340-5, I'm, I'm sorry, 210-340-9585. 210-340-9585. Give us a call. There's no dumb questions. So anyway, so here's here's the theory. If the lady was, if they were honest with her, why didn't they hit her with sixteen or seventeen thousand? So she's trying to get her keys back. They won't give her her keys back. She's having a problem. She thinks she's getting taken advantage of because she's a woman. I said, I told her son, no, they take advantage of everybody. Any, hey, home field advantage. We've talked about that. Come on in here, Bubba. We love you. Sit on down here so I can capture you. I can get your keys. I can get you in here. And I'm going to convince you one way or another that I'm your friend. I'm a hypocrite. I'm your friend. And I want to take care of you. And I'm going to, oh, man, I'm going to rob your trade in. And so she tells him, said, hey. Randy Adams has offered sixteen thousand for my truck without looking at. It. Well, we'll give you seventeen thousand, but hold it. How can they jump from eleven thousand to seventeen thousand, six thousand in a drop of a hat? Easy. They had big profit already figured in on the one they're trying to sell her. Plus, they know that it worth seventeen thousand because they're looking at it. I wasn't. So. These dealerships, aren't they our friends? Don't they love us? I guarantee you they do. They just love us because they love the money. Hypocrite? Is that somebody pretending to be somebody that has no intention? I mean, no intention of being your friend? Would a friend take every available dollar out of your pocket? Would a friend put you in debtor's prison for 84 months? Would, a, would the big switch... I put on my Texas this morning, the big switch. The big switch, I just happen to have. I just happen to have a magazine from a car dealer magazine. I'm showing it on Facebook. That's Facebook Randy Adams. The big switch. They got a big switch right there. Why is it the big switch? The big switch is because they make big money on you, Bubba. Yeah, come on in here. Oh, you need, I got a better deal for you that'll fit you. It's the right unit. Of course, we've had it too long. We can't sell it. It's ill-equipped, a bad color, bad situation. But that's all right. It'll fit your needs perfectly. The big switch, how to switch people into something they don't intend to buy. When they walked in the door, they're ready for you. Well-educated. Oh, man, Bubba, don't we just love your money. Hey, we have a caller online. That's Carlos. Carlos, thank you for calling Randy Adams. Learn to buy and sell cars.com. How you doing today? Randy, good morning to you, sir. Uh, thank you for the program and everything you advise us. I have a big question from people around me. We uh, we have a concern to buy cars now with all the flow damage and all the problems over here in Houston. And other places. First, we and please pray for us in Houston, in Florida, and in Mexico, sir. Uh, what we have to protect ourselves about that water damage cars? How what you can recommend this? Well, you you know, lots of times you need a professional to look at it. Now, if if you're a little bit mechanically inclined, you can take the door panel off, look inside the door real well. 
Uh, you can climb up underneath the dash. The water line will be up under the dash. You'll see some trash up underneath there. And the third thing, the easiest way to do it, is take off the cover of the seat belt and look underneath the cover, look at the seat belt. And if it's got new seat belts, most of the time that means that it's got uh, been in a flood because the water line is so hard to get off the seat belts, but it's hard to get out of the doors. It's hard to get out, out from underneath the dash. And so, yes, we're going to see them because they're, they're talking about 700,000. I had a claims adjuster who wanted my advice on some antique cars tell, told me that he was doing so many claims adjustments on antique cars, special interest cars, muscle cars. They estimate there's 50,000 lost. On just wow. on those cars, and those cars are a little different. They're not electronics. Oh, so much electronics, CMM, not the computers, uh, just everything that's electronic on one of these. And so that's that's a little different situation. I've got people wanting to buy antique cars that are flooded because they're going to tear them completely apart and rebuild them. I got a man who wants to tear a. Uh, he wants to buy a 15, 16 Corvette, tear it completely apart, put all new components in it, and redo it the way he wants it. But, you know, the odds of that, the odds of making any money are slim or none. But in your case, when people are there, we're going to see a bunch of flooded cars up here. And there's dealers that make a living handling those kind of cars, taking advantage of people because they go to the salvage sales and they buy them cheap. Now, the the city of Houston are crushing the ones that are still on the street. If they left on the street, the people didn't have insurance. They're not worth anything. They don't know how to get them going. They've left them on the street. So the city of Houston's crushed them. They don't want no responsibility. And that that's probably a good practice there. But the insurance companies want to get their money back as much as they can. Money is a big factor in the insurance business because they make so much money. They're up. If you'll go to Google Financial and look at insurance companies, the value of them since 2000 is up four, three to 400%. They're making plenty of money. And so you've just got to study hard. If you've got a mechanic, they'll give you a hand. A body shop can give you a hand. There's a lot of places that you, you need to make friends with those people just in case you're looking at a car and you have any doubt. If you have any doubt and the guy's a big-time hard salesman, walk away. What about the titles? How we can see have to be the regular titles for us? Well, it depends on the insurance companies again. That's a good question, Carlos, because if the insurance companies uh, take it, and they pay it off, sometimes that title doesn't get, you're going to have to look up Carfax, you're going to have to look up uh, the uh, auto check, you're going to have to check with an insurance company. Ask your insurance company, this is the VIN number on this car, Has have they had any uh, claims against it? The problem's going to be, there's so many claims, they've got young people by the hour putting that information in a computer, and sometimes they can't keep up with it, and they're, they're not going to be up to date. And so you're going to be looking at a vehicle that maybe hadn't had the time in order to hit the insurance in order for them to put it in on a report. To And the rest of the insurance companies can look and see exactly what's going on. So it's a time factor, too. And we're starting to already see possibilities of cars coming, but the, we're about really 30 days from the big a uh, big group of cars. They were telling me at a racetrack in Houston, there is just, the acreage is just full of flood cars. They've taken them out there, sitting them there, and they're paying to 
to have a spot to, for them to sit. They're probably paying $10 a day, so they're not going to wait a long time for that vehicle to sit there. They're going to be sending them salvage sales. Salvage sales will be selling to guys that have salvage license, and they're going to take them home, clean them out, try to get them running, and try to get them sold. What about if we buy a car from, from the dealer, sir? And they don't disclosure is a water damage. Can we have a protection to, to send it back? Well, you got that's a civil set. If you're with a used car lot, and and uh, I don't think most of the new car dealers are going to fool with that. But some can slip by. Some individuals probably in Houston can clean their car up and rush it up over here and try to trade it in and maybe a new car dealer. Yes, if it's been in a flood, you can go back. Of course, they're not going to want to see it in the paper that they've sold flood cars or catch the, the, the Channel 5 News or Channel 4 News, whoever investigates these civil cases for TV. So they're not going to be... Uh, want to fight that situation. So, yes, if you can prove it's a, a flood car, you can take it back to the dealership. Now, independent, these guys that are running under somebody's license with a salvage license or other license, it might be a little difficult to get your money back. So you really know who you, you've got to know who you're dealing with. Sir, uh, doesn't matter we are, uh, we don't have papers, I still we have the right protect our backs or they go to take advantage of us? No, you still got rights. You still got rights. You know, they may try to intimidate you because you're not an American citizen. But no, you still got rights. You still got paperwork. Be sure and save all your paperwork. Because if it's got a flood title or a flood past history, they're supposed to write it on your uh, bill of sale. So keep your bill of sale. Now, some independent that uh, these guys that work on that buy salvage and try to resell it oh i don't have my bill of sale you got to have a bill of sale and make sure all the information's on that make sure who you're buying it from gives you the signature and you keep your carbon copy and make sure they don't write anything else on there that's not going to be on there so if you ever have to take it back to court you've got that information on hand but doesn't matter we have papers. It's the, we pay taxes. We do everything. It's better to pay cash or, or cash is check or check. Or what you recommend? Well, if you pay cash, get a record of that. Put it on the bill of sale, because there's so many scams out there right now. Because uh, I gave an example about a year ago where a guy sold his. 55 Chevrolet that was probably worth 35, 37 thousand. He sold for 45 thousand. Well, a guy gave him. Uh, a check for uh, $30,000, and he gave him 15000 cash. And so the guy thought, well, I got 45000 for my car. Well, they made the bill of sale for 15000 and the guy gave him a check for 30000 Well, the check was no good. It was a bogus account, and the guy bought the car for 15000 He put it back on uh, Craigslist and sold it for twenty nine five right away because the car was well worth that money. And the guy saw it advertised, and he went to him and he said, Hey, uh, how come you sold this car a week later for a lot less than what 15000 what you gave me? He said, Well, I just needed the money real bad. And the guy kind of brushed him off and went on his way. But the bill of sales showed that he made 15000 cash. So he sold it with the title, sold the car, made $15,000, and the check was no good, and this guy's out of it. Now he can't find him. Now he's trying to sue him. The guy was probably just coming through town, and they'll work four or five schemes and move on. 
And so you get if you're paying cash for a car, make sure you got a receipt and it's on the bill of sale that you paid cash. You got to have your okay. paperwork. Let me ask you: Can we take donations to your station to send it to the people in Houston, sir? Uh, the world I, I'd rather you go to Billy Graham, Franklin Graham, okay. give to them, give to the Red Cross. Just go to those okay. donations because those people can can get it to the right place. I'm not sure that I can get it to the right location to the right people. Give to the churches. Uh, Cornerstone's doing a Cornerstone Church. My church is doing a great job of helping the people in the Rockport and the and the uh, Port Aransas, all in that area. We're helping churches. We're helping people. And I love giving to churches because they can help their members that who are faithful, who are who you know are tithers. And they can help those people. And that's what we want. That's why Daily Bread does an awesome job in this town. I love to see donations go to them because they give to churches to give to the people. And they, they know the needy people. They know the people with a good heart. And that's what I love about that. So we want to give to the people that know the people that have the good hearts that we can really help and reach out for. And that's what I love. Giving it to me, I don't have the right connections, right places to go with it. I'd love to help. You know, if there's somebody, if you'd like to donate a car, you know, we're working on a system where people can donate cars. I'll give them appraisal where they can get a write-off, and we can give it to a single mom who needs a vehicle. And I love that situation, and we're working on that. I've got a group of people out of Iowa that's got a program, and we're looking at that right now. Okay, yes, because our community want to donate a couple of good running cars, trucks to the people. Can we contact you? Well, that you contact your church. That? Go to your church and talk to the leaders and find out who is is needing a vehicle. A, a single mom who's trying her best that needs a little help. That's what that's what we need to do. A guy who's working hard and doesn't have a pickup, maybe of that situation. We need to help the people around us. First, in my opinion, yes, we want to help Houston. Yes, we want to help the rest of it. But let's let's look at our churches and help the people in our churches first. The people that are coming every week, the people are tithing whatever they can, and the people are there and and help them and help them know that we love them and we want to help them and we're going to donate these cars to them. You know, I donated a car to a lady and she kept it like eight years. And it was one of those situations. She was in my Bible study, and she needed the help, and I gave her the vehicle. The funny part about it, she complained to me the whole time about the car, that she didn't like it. But it didn't fit exactly her dreams, but it it fit her situation. And so then afterwards, she traded the car in, got more money than it was worth trading, and bought another car. And, of course, she complained about that one, too. She was just a complainer. And sometimes you get those people. You can give them something, and, there's, and they're never happy. So if you give it away, be prepared. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. To Mr. Randy, thank you for raising the having there. Thank you for what you do for our communities. And I appreciate everything you're there for. Well, course. keep telling everybody to listen to us. I appreciate you because you've called in before and you asked the right questions. Uh, I know you're involved with the community. You're involved with the people. And uh, I know you're involved with a lot of people that have come in from Mexico. And you, I know you are a hard worker. Evidently, it sounds like you're doing your part. You're paying your taxes and you're trying your best. And that's what we need in this in this United States. We don't need anybody that's trying to live off of the government. And, and no, I thank sure. you, Carlos, for what you're doing.
God bless you. Thank you, Mr. Lundy. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Hypocrite. That hypocrite goes back to that Tacoma. Here's, you know, you bought four units from this dealership, and you think they're going to take care of you. And you think they they act, they put a good acting. You know, some of these salespeople, we need to nominate them for Academy Awards for how great they are, how much they can sell and what they can do. You know, and there's some people out there that are unbelievable salespeople, and they're great at it. But are they working for a good dealership or are they working for a bad dealership? 20% of the dealerships out there will tell you the truth, treat you right, and really care about you. But 80% will take hair hiding all. They'll be a hypocrite because they're showing you this love, this concern. But it's all about the almighty dollar. And, you know, I love these financial investors who keep talking about 200, 300, 350, 400 a month that we can invest and build a retirement and have some money available to help others and make it wise, make wise decisions on, on what we need to do. You know, a little wrong decision often leads to big mistakes. You know, day-to-day choices we make are very important to make the right choices in small and large decisions. And that's a gift from God to giving us wisdom and and how to make that right decisions. But small decisions prepare us to make the right decisions on the big decisions. Understanding this should make us more conscious of the decisions we make each day and come more and willing to include God in our decision-making. You know, I think he wants to fellowship with us. But, you know, we want to do it our way. And, I, and I've and i got a problem, and I've told you all before. I'm a fixer. I'm a worker. I want to be productive. And I get in his way. And so I want to be the best person I can be. I really try my best to be that way and, and to have the right relationships and handle my business correctly and properly, orally and biblically. But you know what? When we're trying, we've got too much going on. And who doesn't have a busy life? I mean, I had all these phone numbers on, uh, I guess that was 10 days ago. I had all these phone numbers, people that wanting to sell stuff and buy stuff. And I, I lost the paperwork. And, I, you know, I had it wrote down, but I didn't put it in my important spiral notebook because I didn't have the time. We get too busy. But God wants to really help us, and he'll give us the Holy Spirit to give us wise decisions if we'll ask him to come in our lives and help us with those decisions. Hey, I've talked about this show being against all odds. Nobody I know wanted me to do what I'm doing. Zero. Stations didn't want me because they were scared they were going to lose their their advertisers. And, I mean, nobody wanted to go this, but the Lord kept putting in my heart to do it. And it's been successful, and you wouldn't believe how many calls I get on my mobile, and I always give my mobile out the second half of this show. How many people call and thank me about the show, what they've learned, what they've experienced, what they see. You know, so many people will tell me, you know, I went back to the dealership, just like this lady here. You know, if she hadn't had her son listen to my show and knowing me, and have and he called me, she might have gone for eleven thousand dollars 
on a $17,000 truck. $6,000. How hard do you work for 6000 And then she would have to pay that extra money on the vehicle she's buying, put interest on it if she didn't have cash. I didn't know her situation, exactly what it is. So do you know exactly what's going on? Now, they, she, he's learned enough to save her $6,000. And now she's, hey, she's weighing it up. Let me back up. If they're trying to rob me out of $6,000 in a heartbeat, what else are they trying to do to me? What, you know, they've told me they gave me a great price. Maybe I need to shop. Maybe, you know, I need to shop my interest. Maybe I need to go to learn to buy and sell cars.com and follow the easy process. No, go to ftc.gov. Know what your credit score is. Look at your credit. Clean it up. Make sure it's strong. And then talk to banks. Talk to credit unions. Hey, and, I, you know, that's amazing to me. I don't have any banks or credit unions wanting to advertise on my show. Prove to the community you want them educated, making better decisions. You want to be covering their back. And, but I don't, I don't hear from them. I don't hear from these banks and these credit unions. Is it because they want to make more money? Or is it the money is their God? So after you've got your credit cleaned up, you've talked to credit unions, you've talked to the banks, you've got the best credit interest rate you can get, start shopping, start talking to people. This should be a lifelong, everyday decision. The worst investment we make on earth is an automobile. Transportation eats money, loses money, costs money, insurance, breakage, maintenance, all kinds of issues. And value? Hey, I've got guys right now that have bought $70,000 trucks, going to have 120,000 miles in three years. Can they stand a forty, fifty thousand dollars $50,000 loss? Hey, we'll be right back. Tell your friends and neighbors to tune in. We, I, got so, I got enough information today to talk to you for 24 hours. But I'm going to try to put the best points in I can every day. Of course, I've got other radio shows. So go to learntobuyandsellcars.com, see what's going on, and tell your friends and neighbors to tune in. Thank you, Baron. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, Shmaya. Hey, Shmaya's got a magazine online you need to go uh, check out. Uh, we'll bring up the name. I forgot what it is. Refocused. Refocused.com. Uh, I put an article in there. I'm trying to stay up with it, so I I sent him three, so I'm a little ahead of the market. Be right back. God bless you. North Park Toyota of San Antonio is an auto dealership where you can buy from a dealer that truly cares most about your complete satisfaction before and after the sale. North Park Toyota of San Antonio is the only dealer in Texas to earn Toyota's most exclusive and prestigious award, the President's Cabinet Award for 2013, 2014, and now 2015. This award recognizes operational superiority, high volume sales, and most importantly, outstanding customer satisfaction. At North Park Toyota of San Antonio, we feature hassle-free, no games, no gimmicks, posted pricing every day on every vehicle. We don't mark them up just to mark them down. Every new Toyota comes with complimentary Toyota care, two years or 25,000 miles of no charge maintenance with a complimentary car wash. And we will buy your car even if you don't buy ours. Appraisal purchase offer valid for 10 days from the date of appraisal. North Park Toyota of San Antonio, I-35 South, exit 144 Fisher Road, and 24 hours a day at NorthParkToyota.com. We'll be back with more of Randy Adams and Learn to Buy and Sell Cars on AM630 KSLR. 
Now back to Randy Adams and learn to buy and sell cars on AM 630 KSLR. Thank you, KSLR 630 The Word. Thank you, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you're telling your friends and neighbors to tune in. Just like last week we were talking about the military young couple that got, oh, man. I mean, there were so many violations on this deal. The deal started in June 23rd, and they just got signed up for the third time, the third bump, the third. I mean, there were so many violations in this deal. It was unbelievable. And here's a young couple trying to do their best, both in the Army, both serving, both working hard. And then this new car dealership sold them a $10,000 car. And if it would have stayed the way without talking to me and I, I didn't get in the middle of the deal, but their mother, who listens to my show and is listens to Facebook, says, you need to talk to Randy about this deal. This is all wrong. She understood because she's been listening to the show. And so they they moused them on interest rate three times, signed up contract three times, lied to them, and they even had to make payments on the car that the dealership claimed they had sold. They had to make two more payments on the car while the dealership had sold the car. And then the dealer, they'd paid in over 600 in the dealership, big hearted. Since you made payments on your car that we already sold, we'll give you 240 back. We collected over 600 and advantage to us, but we'll give you 240 back. And if they would have followed the deal the way it is, they have bought a $10,000 car and paid 28,000 for it. Hypocrite. Oh, we love you. Come on in here. We're your friends. We're going to take care of you. We're, we're after your best interest. Thank you for serving our country. We love you. And we're going to give you a military discount. 18000 profit on that car. Was that a military discount? Come on, Bubba. I was born a long time ago, but not that bad. I, I've learned a little bit. You know, I've lost that love and feeling for you. No, I haven't. I love being your mentor. I want to show you what's going on in this world. And there's, I got magazines on top of magazines of violation. I just happened to get a magazine. Uh, Virginia dealership caught retailing salvage vehicles with tampered odometers. Now, if they'll cheat on, I'm putting this up on Facebook to see, if they'll cheat on the odometers, did they tell them it was salvage cars? Now, let me tell you, salvage cars, if they're fixed and fixed right, are okay. If you don't give much money for them, the value is what counts. Because they don't give much for them, and they don't spend much on them, so they shouldn't get big profit. So if you buy a salvage unit, and you know it's salvage, and you know the speed offer has been tampered, man, that car ought to be dirt cheap. I mean, you know, instead of $10,000, it ought to be $1,500, grand. You know, everything has value, and that's what I teach. If we take off the cars that have been in an accident off the market, we lose 60% of the cars. So that's why I understand Carfax, and you need that information. I've got so many dealers that hate Carfax. They said, oh, it's just run to business. It's, it's, it's helped the customer understand what the value of the cars. But, you know, if you're convinced, oh, a minor accident doesn't hurt nothing, I got news for you. Get ready to sell it. I was in a dealership not long ago, and the salesman was telling them it's a minor accident. But they were asking more than the value of the car. I don't know what they ended up settling on, 
But the car should have been at least that value of car, 2000 less. Diminished value. That's what it's called in the, in the car business. So you've got to understand the diminished value. I'm going to be I'm finishing a book just in the, I guess we finished it last week. We're going over it. And the next book is really going to get detailed. We're going to get down to the diminished value, how to figure, uh, what's going on, all the violations. We're going to get a little deeper in the next book on my radio shows. Being a mentor, advising you, hey, how to, how dealers are pushing your button, where to go to see the training on the dealers that are trying to sell you. Um, I read an article here. Uh, this morning that I hadn't even seen, I picked up a fresh magazine on car dealers, of course, and it talks about salespeople putting 30 minutes every day, spending 30 minutes daily working on their skills, and uh, and that's not enough in their opinion. And you've got to do it daily for at least six months every year. And that's daily salespeople training. Taking the steps daily may appear small, but in the overtime, they can move your production and skill level forward for great amounts of profit. It's all in making money on you. And it, and it just, I, here's, it's talking about the power of momentum and sales, and then they're talking about the flipping the switch, teaching them. And then it says on the bottom here of this magazine 10 must read books for F&I pros. Ten books that they must read in order to sell you something and make the most money and being prepared to answer any questions, anything's going on. Phone number here is 210-340-9585. That's 210-340-9585. And if you've got any questions, there's no dumb questions, only dumb questions, ones you don't ask. And my mobile number is 830-708. Four seven eight nine. If you want to sell something, if you want to talk to me, if you've got an issue, you need answers, please give me a call. Like I say, keep trying. Here in the last probably six weeks, my my phone has blown up, and I appreciate it. I love it. I love talking to you. And I've had people say, "Isn't that just a lot of stress?" No, it's something that's come natural to me, and I want to talk to my listeners. That's part of the Holy Spirit and this show because we want to help you understand what's going on. How many people, what's the number one reason for divorce in America? They say, I don't know, is finances. Well, I mean, if you're paying way too much, you get talked into buying a new car. You let the advertisement on radio, the advertisement on TV. Hey, if you hate your car payment, who loves their car payment? If you hate your car, half the people to hate their cars. If you hate what you owe, don't if you owe anything, don't you hate that? Well, come on in here, and we're going to be your friend. Hypocrite, hypocrite. Come on in here. We're going to take care of you. We love you, Bubba. Yeah. Well, if you owe too much money, you hate your car, you hate your payment, what do you think is going to happen on that brand-new car? You've lost that love and feeling about six months down the road when you're paying even more unless they kick the trade. Remember what kick the trade is? That's when the the dealership brings you in. 
You owe too much money, and the only way they get you bought because you're up to date on your credit. So you're up to date on making payments, so they can get you bought on another car. So they get you bought on that other car, and they don't tell you that they're going to let your one you're driving go in repossession and go bye-bye, and your credit go bye-bye, and you're the one suffering, and they got you hammered in a brand-new car. And, of course, it looks so great because you owe too much money. The problem is now they just add all that profit on that new one you're buying, and you're hammered even worse, and now you're stretched out for 84 months, and you're praying, oh, Lord, won't you buy me a Mercedes-Benz? My friends all drive Porsches. I must make amends. Worked hard all my life with no help from my friends. Oh, Lord, won't you buy me a Mercedes-Benz? Was that a prayer? Was that a plea? Was that begging? Wait, we just need, those decisions need to be made by us. Not no gift that comes in. Hey, there ain't nothing free at a car dealership. Oh, yeah, the candy's free, the coffee's free, the soda's free, the water's free, the fruit's free. And that's to get you a sugar high for sticker price, shock, or when you go out there to pick it up and it, they've maintenance for you. You know, they've changed all this. That, that. Another sticker shot. They're trying to get you to feel good. Oh, I owe them for this candy. I owe them for this drinks. I owe them this soda because they've charged me so much money to fix my car. It's nothing free in the car business. Zero. So you got to be prepared for the big spin. Where dealerships, salespeople are trade are ready for you to come in. Yes, you know what you want. You're coming in there, but you're at home field advantage. Now, let me show you what they want to do. They want to push your button. You know, well, you know, it's just a few dollars more. Just a few dollars more, just a few dollars more. I'm going to put you in this bigger, better car. Just for a few dollars more. We're talking about can you handle $15 a month? Of course, time you get in somewhere else and time the final deal, they're talking about maybe $215, not $15, but $215. How do you get that person, that customer ready? You sell them on, on bling bling. You sell them on rewarding themselves. You sell them on that you're an expert and you know what they can afford and that they can afford this vehicle. You sell them on maintenance-free for the next 40 years, that you're going to have a car that's not going to ever break down and you're going to love it. You're not going to lose that love and feeling. That's how they sell all that. They're prepared to answer any question, any comeback, anything that you come back on. And so the big spin, the big switch, is all part of the sales training that they go through. And, you know, you look like we're in the football season. You look like one person standing out in that field going against the Dallas Cowboys, and they're in shape. They're in training. They're in coaching. They got plays. They understand exactly what's going on. They got coaches standing on the sideline. Car dealerships got about that many. They got so many managers and, and coaches and owners and, and all, and they're sending that team in there, and that whole team is coming at you, little old you. And that's about the way it is. You're overpowered, you're overthought, uh, they plan better, they've got game plans, they got psychiatrists, they got sociologists, they got all everybody going against little old you. This people don't realize how big the car business is. 
I mean, you think billionaires are not buying dealerships all around this country? I'm talking about the big billionaires because they know they're cash cows. I've heard of this supposed to, and this guy's financial expert told me that the billionaires are buying dealerships because the return of the money is 30 percent. Wow. And this guy, that's all he does. He gets up four o'clock in the morning. Gets up four o'clock in the morning for finances around the world. He works from four o'clock in the morning to about probably five, six o'clock. He puts in 12, 14 hours a day on financial investments, where to invest money, where to put it. And and he's got so many different angles. And when I told him about these billionaires coming into San Antonio, bringing in big used car lots, doing all kinds of stuff, he started researching it. He found out, yeah. They are. They're making a lot of money. But you don't realize it's you, and you're making a small decision in your mind that explodes like a, like a spark on a, on a bonfire. It starts in a little bitty spark, and then it burns, and it gets bigger and bigger. Pretty, pretty soon, it's a big raging fire or a forest fire. But you're thinking you're making a small decision when you walk in that Dealership, and it could be a tremendous one that will cost you a whole lot of money, put you in debtor's prison for 84 months. Do you know what your job's going to be in a month from now? Do you know what your finances going to be, how your family's going to be, how everything's going to be well off? And you're making decisions today that don't pay off tomorrow? I want you to make decisions today that will pay off tomorrow, will be better for you, be better for your family, be better in your life. Your finances. Have you got a, a retirement plan? Are you putting money away? And if you're paying dealerships and some of these payments I've seen lately, dealerships are picking up two to three hundred a month just on that vehicle, not counting the loss of the vehicle. And these dealerships are closing. Manufacturers are closing down uh, factories right now for building cars. Why? Because they all the pride, greed, and money. That they oh I might as well mention that I'm writing a book on the last 50 years of change in the car business. I've got so much information on that. How how has changed from the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, and all because of the overhead, because of being demand, because of these manufacturers trying to overbuild, outdo each other. You're building too many cars, and you're building too many cars, but I want to outsell you, and I'm going to build too many. We've been on record years. They built all these big plants. They're expecting big money. But name a living expense that's gone down the last 10 years. And everybody, every time you turn around, they're going up on our water. They're going up on electricity. Hey, we're going to have to pay for the Houston flood. The insurance companies are not going to pay for it. They're going to add money to our policies. Oh, yeah. We're going to have to end up paying for those losses, not the insurance companies. Now we've got losses in Florida. You think the insurance companies are made of money? Yeah, they're made of money, and they're making plenty of money, but they're not going to take the loss. Why? Because of shareholders. Oh, we've got to take care of the shareholders. We've got to make plenty of money to them. So we're going to pay for that Houston deal one way or another. So living expenses will continue to go up in everything that we're doing. Go to HEB. Look at there. Hey, and they're the cheapest around. They they take care of us. They're the cheapest. And, you know, I need them as a sponsor because people could buy more food if they got money available. They're not making high car payments that are bad payments on it and losing value. 
Just to give you an example, a friend of mine, a year and a half ago, offering fifty thousand for his Mercedes. We're hoping to get thirty-two thousand today. That thing has continued to drop in value. Are you driving one of those vehicles? One of these vehicles that you're praying you don't know what it's worth and you're hoping it's worth something when you make that last payment? Or is he struggling to make that payment? Or is at the end of the month there's no money left to make that payment? Small decisions can hurt because you think, oh, the salesman told me it's only $15. I was talking to a gentleman the other day, said that, and he walked out. He said, I'm listening to your show. I want to thank you. He said, salesman kept telling me it's a few dollars here and a few dollars there. And I wanted, my budget had a $400 a month payment. I had good trade in, some cash down. And he said, you know, I'm buying a new unit for me and my family. We need something in the next five, six, seven years. He said, I had a short I wanted to pay off quick. He kept adding a few dollars here and a few dollars. He said, time we got, got ready to sign up, it was $575. What these few dollars went from 400 to 575 they convinced me that I could own the car at 400 a month in the short term. But when I got in the F&I department, it had already blown up to $575. He said, I thought about, I'll make this as small as the shiz, and Randy might be mad at me. I said, well, at least I'm getting in somebody's head. He said, yeah, I got up and walked out. He said, I redid it. He said, and I listened to you, and I, I went, I got back on the Internet, and I told, you know, I started working the deal back and forth. He said, I listened to your show. He said, I shop, shop, shop. I knew exactly what I wanted, the color I wanted, the equipment I wanted, because I'm going to keep this car till the wheels fall off. I'm going to run it. I'm going to take care of it. I'm going to maintenance it. I'm going to do the right things because I want this car to last a long time. He said, but I'm not, I want it paid off in 24 months, not 72 or 84. Make decisions today that will pay off tomorrow. Help your family understand it. Be that example. Millenniums don't want to follow what our parents did. They don't want great big houses. Yes, they keep they they keep their value, but they don't want to pay the taxes and insurance. You know, I sold a piece of property here a while back, and they were about to build all the way around it. And everybody said, Why in the world did you sell it? I said, Taxes and insurance was going to be thirty thousand a year. I said, I, can't, I don't want to pay in 10 years 360000 and look up and say, and it'll be even more in 10 years from now, look up and say I spent 360000 when I could have done taken that money, invested it somewhere else, and done something else. We never own nothing. we got to pay taxes on property. Yeah, I own that property. I love it. Well, keep paying the taxes. You'll keep it. If you don't pay taxes, you're gone. But we need to think about our finances. We need to think about what's going on. You know, I was talking to a guy that I sure hope uh, gets elected, Weston Martinez, uh, and I was telling him about my health care plan. Health care plan be easy to fix. I'm a fixer. We All we need to do is gather up all these insurance uh, companies and say, all right, who wants to be in health care? Get you all in one room. Sign them all up and say, all right, here's the deal. We're going to take 10% of the gross, and we're going to, handcuff you on these big officials making these big bonuses, that, that deal's gone. Yeah, we're going to show what percentage these guys can make, and we're going to do that. And so you're going to give us 10% of your gross off the top. 
Y'all can afford it. You're making billions every year. And then we're going to take that and we're going to put a committee and we're going to find the people who can't get insurance and we're going to insure them and take care of those. The gross of 10% off these insurance companies would handle all of that. And we're going to show you how to make it work. And we don't want all these big bonuses. We don't want all this stuff. And we want you to get a negotiator and negotiate the deal with the doctors and the hospitals. Yes, we want them to make money, but you're going to have to have a full-time negotiator, and we'll set a program where they can understand what's going on and have these negotiators work the deals instead of these insurance companies having to pay full pop, you know, $15 for an aspirin. You know, they let's get common sense on this deal. we got to get this thing under control. But we've let anybody do whatever they want. When money is your God, you're out of control, and you're going to stay out of control. You'll never get in the situation when you honor that. Just like the biggest problem we have right now is my opinion is my God. And if you don't like my opinion, I'm going to call you names. I'm going to hate you. What happened to love? You know, the more forgiveness we have in our lives, the more love God will give you for others. And I'm living proof. Because I didn't know how to when I was a heathen. I didn't know what love was about. I thought I could spell it, and I couldn't even spell it. But when I let the Holy Spirit and the Lord come into my life, He, he took me from a taker, which was never enough, and, oh, man, everybody's against me, to a giver, content what I got, wanting to give, wanting to serve. Do you serve people that don't like you? I got people out there don't like me. I smile and tell them I love them anyway. I don't care. And and you know what? That makes them mad. But anyway, we've become our God. Our God is our opinion. And, you know, we got to fall in line with everybody else. And we've got to. I get a. I used to get offended over drop of a hat. Now you can't offend me. Why? Because the Holy Spirit showed me the real me showed me that that veil was over my eyes, what I was doing wrong. But the more forgiveness you have for people, the more love. Hey, I used to hate big mouth women and bratty kids. Now I love them both. I feel sorry for them. I want to help them. I want to love on them. I want to be the best I can be for them. But he changed me. But we need the change of the whole United States with more forgiveness, more love, and get rid of your opinion. I used to be that way. I can talk about it. My opinion being my God, because if you didn't agree with me, I didn't call you names, I didn't hate you, but man, I'd wear you out trying to convince you that I was right, and you should live that way, and I'm the right person, and you you don't know what's going on. I'd spend hours with you and never turn loose. I was like a pit bull. And then the Lord showed me my issues, my problems, and took me through inner healing and got rid of that trash out of my life. Man, it's such a relief. Now I state my opinion. And if you like it, fine. If you don't, I still love you, and let's forget about it. I tried my best. I stated it. I'm out. But the problem is people in this world have become where God is their opinion so much, it has made them where they get offended easy, and they fight for it, and they won't turn it loose, and they don't know how to love. And love has left them. And what's the greatest motivation in this world to be loved? Maybe they haven't been loved. I, I still feel sorry for Obama. He didn't know what country he was born. He didn't know no country wanted him. And he didn't have a daddy, mommy that wanted him. His grandparents didn't really care for him. He never knew what love is, so he don't know how to love. He's never had that love in his life. And But you know, when you really know what love is, when God loves you and when others love you, 
the motivation to give and to love others will explode in your life. But here's what ties into the car business. When you've got that opinions, when you've got that get offended, when you've got all that trash in your mind, you can't make a clear decision. You, you want to be, keep up with the Joneses, you want pride, greed in there, get your head clear. Forgive everybody. 99% of addictions are due to unforgiveness of mother, father, or spouse. Get rid of it. Love everybody. Forgive everybody. Get your head straight so you can make decisions today that will pay off tomorrow. God bless you. Thank you. 630 The Word AM. Thank you, Shmaya, Michael, and Baron for putting up with a crazy car dealer that's trying to do the best he can. God bless you. I love you. Learn to buy and sell cars. Time. Hey, be sure and tune in next week. Go to Learn to Buy and Sell or give me a call, 830-708-4789. I love you, San Antonio. God bless you. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.